Hello and welcome to the Grapeseed Official Podcast. It's time for another Take a Step in our podcast rotation. Friend of the show, Aaron Jones, sent in quite a few ideas that would be good to tackle on this series, which we will work through over the next few episodes. We are still looking for requests, though. Send those in to mailcarrier at grapeseed.com. Any unit is fine. Let us know what you would like to hear about. As always, the podcast title gives it away, but today's pick is Unit 11's I Went to See My Brother. If you've taught Unit 11 and beyond, you will know that there is a different I Went to See My song for each unit between 11 and 20. These typically introduce and practice the past tenses of irregular verbs in English. English is a funny language. Unfortunately, we don't just slap an ED on the end of every verb to make it past tense. This results in us having some past tense words like dug, broke, slept, and took. With no clear pattern, these can be tricky for students to understand and use properly, hence dedicated songs like these in Grapeseed. While the audio recordings for these in each unit might change into different musical genres, the general melody and lyrical pattern is the same. Students will need Unit 11's initial song to get used to it, but this consistency in the later units allows them to easily transition into targeting our learning objectives from early exposures. So, while this particular podcast will focus on Unit 11's I Went to See My Brother, the quick checks, learning objectives, and the types of instructions found in the lesson plans will be found in the other versions of the song as well. What are those quick checks? Early exposures. Are students beginning to identify irregular verbs? Middle exposures. Can students answer questions in relation to the song? The example given is, I gave you a high five yesterday. What did your mother give you for your birthday? She gave me a doll. End exposures. Can students more fully answer questions about themselves using the language of the song? What did you take home yesterday? I took home my bag. What did your mother feed you for dinner last night? She fed me some spaghetti for dinner. Pretty standard quick checks. Learning objectives are also pretty standard, telling us that the specific language we want students to acquire and use is centered on the past and present tense verbs. One important learning objective to highlight, though, is produce complete sentences. This learning objective starts to pop up commonly here in Unit 11. Ideally, even from Unit 1, you've been modeling full sentence answers for your students and even recasting answers they give you into full sentences if students just gave you a word or phrase. Generally, you want to have built a culture of expecting full sentences from your students where reasonable by this point. If you haven't, this is where you need to step up your game. Whereas before, full sentences from students was a nice-to-have thing. From Unit 11 onwards, it is something standard or to be expected. This is echoed in the scope and sequence pages in the teacher manual. For Units 9 and 10, under this learning objective, we are at the third stage. Students have had additional exposure to this objective, but still need teacher support. Starting in Unit 11, it moves to the fourth stage. Students have an understanding of this objective that is appropriate for their grade level. Teacher support may still be needed. Another thing to mention is the overall focus of Unit 11 on the past tense. I went to see my brother is not alone in its objectives of introducing and practicing past tense verbs. While in this particular song we have the words go went, dig dug, hold held, feed fed, find found, and give gave, other components in Unit 11 focus on other past tense words and concepts like what I saw, what Sally saw, and funny friends. While the specific words are different, 
There is a big emphasis on this unit on clearly separating the past and present tenses. Each time you teach these other components, it will be assisting you when you later teach our focus component of I went to see my brother and vice versa. Okay, lesson plan time. Exposure one comes right in lesson one. After we sing the song, we ask the class to jump and after they do, we say, you jumped. While a very simple thing conceptually, it highlights an important point when you are trying to demonstrate meaning for the students. The easiest pattern to reinforce and practice these present versus past forms is to give a command to the students and then follow it up with the past tense of what they just did. The key point to keep in mind is that you want to wait for the command to be fully completed before making the past tense comment. This seems obvious, but in the moment it can be overlooked, especially with actions that can take some time to complete. The jump example here in lesson one is easy. You tell them to jump, they jump, then you say, you jumped. But if it was something different, like telling a student to go to the door, you'll want to wait until they got to the door and stopped before saying they went to the door. If you say it while the action is still going on, you risk confusing the students. They would technically be going to the door while you are saying they went to the door. Avoid this potential pitfall. Lesson 2's directions hint at this. Before singing the song, we tell the class to hold their book up high. Then the directions say, have them put it down and say, you held the book up high. Complete the action, then model the language. We start lesson 3 with this song. After we sing, we ask the students to jump up high, then ask, what did you do? After they respond, we model, I jumped up high. This might be a good place to dig a bit and see if you can get the full sentence answer from the students before you model it. In lesson one, we modeled jumped for them, and now they have had two more exposures to the language and concepts in this song, as well as two exposures each to what I saw and what Sally saw. In most classes, you can probably get an I jumped from the students fairly easily. From there, a follow-up of how did you jump up could lead your students to the target of I jumped up high. Naturally, don't spend five minutes of your class time on this, but if you can get here in 30 seconds or so, it will be worth it. Through this and through the praise you will certainly give to whoever answers correctly, you raise the bar of expectations in your classes for what responses the teacher wants. Lesson four gives us a nice two birds, one stone situation where we ask for someone to help us point to the pictures as we sing, then we thank them for helping us. You further demonstrate how to use the language while also improving classroom management. This works if you choose someone sitting nicely or raising their hand or doing any other positive behavior. Oh, Bobby, you sat nicely and raised your hand. Please help me point to the pictures. Specifically saying why they were chosen using the past tense is even further exposure. We turn over some of the singing duty to students in lesson five. After singing, we ask, what did brother say? Then after that, we ask the class to stand up, hold a big shovel and dig in the ground, to which we model, you held a big shovel and dug in the ground. Here's another opportunity to push a bit for greater student output if you think your class is ready. Don't be in a rush to model the sentence and move on unless you were already behind on your pacing that day. Consider starting with, what did you do? You might get half of the target, we dug in the ground, or we held a big shovel. Praise it, but push a bit and see if someone can come up with the full sentence. If students can make compound sentences by lesson five, you're in store for great things throughout the rest of this unit and the later iterations of this song. Lessons six and 11 follow with a similar opportunity to dig deeper. Again, 
don't impact your pacing too much, and definitely don't raise the affective filters of the students in your class. As we approach the middle exposures, we take a small step back from intensive present and past tense work to look again at the bigger picture of using English in general. Lesson 13 directs us to ask a comprehension question about what he gave the dog. Lesson 15 focuses on the ending of the song, prompting us to ask students, who do you have fun playing with? Did you have fun today? This is a good general reminder that while an individual component might have very specific and targeted objectives, they all eventually tie back in to the overall objective of Graveseed, helping students acquire and use the language. As such, we want to make sure that there are opportunities for students to talk and share their ideas about everything. Taking this small step back also helps us transition from asking questions about the component itself to asking questions to get students using the language of the component to talk about other things. In lesson 17, we ask, what did you get for your birthday? This, of course, sets students up to tell us what they got using the past tense. Lesson 19 asks a similar question, but with a different verb. What did your mother give you for your birthday? She gave me a dog. In lesson 20, we have, what did your mother feed you when you were a baby? What would you like me to feed you now? The expected answers listed in the lesson plans here are milk and ice cream, respectively. Not full sentences, but if you feel your class can get there, encourage it. Lesson 22 raises the difficulty. We ask this question series. Who did he go see? Why did he go see his brother? What was his brother doing? Three different types of questions, which is great practice for students' listening skills. The first and last questions are straightforward, but the middle one might get some interesting answers from your students. In the lyrics of the song, the word because isn't there, so they might not immediately understand that to see what he could do is the answer to the why question. Be ready to model as necessary. Remember that it is always a good idea to try to identify areas where your students may struggle when you read through the lesson plans. Another thing to point out here is that the student objective changes here in Lesson 22. Before, it was listen to and participate in conversations. From here, it is produce complete sentences. This objective continues in Lesson 24, where we ask what the brother said, what we did, and what the dog did. Even in the teaching instructions themselves, we have encourage responses in complete sentences, help with forming verbs as needed. In the last few exposures, we focus wholly on taking the target language out of the component itself. In Lesson 26, we tell the class to high-five a friend before asking what they did, shooting for, I gave a high-five to a friend. Lesson 28 has, what did you give your mother on her birthday? And finally, Lesson 29 has, what did you take home yesterday? What did you find in your bag today? With all the work done here with this component in Unit 11, your students will be set up for success as they move into the later iterations of this song and, more importantly, they will understand how and when to use the past tense. We still have many more verbs to get to, but with the framework you built here, students will be able to tackle and acquire new vocabulary in this vein much more quickly. I had a lot of fun. I always have fun hosting this podcast. Send in any requests for future episodes to mailcarrier at grapeseed.com. As always, Thank you for listening, and good luck in the classroom. Goodbye, my friends.
I'm sad to say goodbye. It was a good day, but now I will say goodbye, my friends. Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone.